Hey, bird dogs, it's me, your boy, Rocky Coon, right here. Yep, and me, Lamar Lemur. Even though I hate saying Lamar. Anyway, this episode is really special to us. Yeah, because we got a special giveaway for you, the listener. So it's real plain and simple. All you have to do is listen to the entire episode and tell us how many artists are named throughout the entire thing. This includes mine, Rocky's, all the character parts, and the narrator. If you can give us the correct number of artists, then you'll win a free 99.9 Wham! Radio shirt. So like Liam, how do I enter? It's real simple. Just post your guess of what the number could be in the comments. Can I enter multiple times? Yeah, because it's really hard. Good luck, everyone. Yeah, I hope someone wins it. I'm guessing one. We did one, right? You can't play. You're a part of it. Ah. W-H-A-M, Wham! Radio, Season 3, Episode 3, The Bachelor Party Adventure with Tommy. A month passes from our last episode. The weather is sunny, the days are nice and long, and everything seems to be perfect in the quiet town of Eagle Falls. We see Lemur walking around his house, cleaning and organizing as the sugar rays of sunshine pokes through the window. Alright! My house looks great now. Nice and clean. Yeah. We're all ready for when everybody moves in today. Shibby! In the month that had passed, Sadie and Fauna needed a place to stay when their mother Karen had passed away. Lemur offered his house, as he had more than enough room. Lemur's house consisted of three bedrooms and two baths. It had an upstairs and a downstairs. Boxes were piled all over the living room, dining room, and kitchen for when the girls were moving in. Sadie and Fauna almost had all their things moved in, as well as Rocky. A knock on the door is heard, and Lemur went to answer. Damn, that took you guys long enough. Fuck, thought you said you only had clothes left to grab. He said as he opened up the door. You ladies got more clothes than a sports team does of equipment. No clothes here. Just bills of disappointment. Oops, sorry bud. I thought you were the girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry to disappoint. But I have a brand new special letter for you. Here you go, Lamar Lemur. Ah, I hate getting packages in the mail. Because I always get called by my first name. Lamar? It's just so stupid. It's like Lemur, damn it. I even officially changed it to one word. Like Madonna, Cher, Tay-Tay, Prince, and J-Lo. Wait, is J-Lo one word? No, there's a hyphen in between the J and the Lo. And don't you forget it. <laughs> Here you go, Lemur. Sign here. He handed Lemur his package and said, You think you have it bad? Try and be named Ingrid, and you're a dude. The mailman handed Lemur his mail and walked off to his next adventure. Lemur went to close the door, and Rocky emerged. Hey, bird dog. Hey, fathead. Is my head really that fat? Yeah, duh. <laughs> nah, really, I think it's your fluffy cheeks, brah. This is coming from the guy who sometimes has five rings on his tail, and the other time, six rings. My body's in proportionate correctly. If it wasn't, I'd go find the animator and kick their ass. <laughs> Look, I can even balance this random ball I found on my nose. How's that for proportionate? 
Rocky picked up the random ball off the living room floor and balanced it perfectly on his nose. Yeah! Look out, animators! <laughs> we already got the narrator, I think. The guy sat down in the living room. Rocky was holding a box of things and Lemur was holding a letter. At the same time, they asked one another. So, what, what do you, you got, got there? <laughs> that was cool. I got mail. That was mailed to me. In the mail. Whoa! Good Charlotte. This letter doesn't have a return to sender. I wonder who it could be from. How about you, Rock? What do you got? I got a couple things for my room upstairs. Clothes, sheets, posters, my morning jacket, some old school video game system of a down. <laughs> hey, dude, look. I got two Ataris. I don't know what this one is, but that one's the 2600. Oh, yeah. And I also got my choose-your-own-adventure book that Fauna got me for my birthday. We should totally do that, dude. And look, I found my ball in a cup. Come on, get in there, you little bastard. How do you know we're not doing it right now? Wee-oo, <laughs> Hey, what are you doing with that lighter? Just holding the flame down? Are you gonna flame on me? <laughs> Cobra! He took the lighter and lit it and pressed it against Lemur's skin when he yelled, Cobra! I'll do what the duck! What? I'm bringing it back, bird dog. Cobra will save your life one day. That and ham boning, maybe bird dogging too. That's what my dad always says. Don't worry, you little shit. I'll get you back for Cobra. No, you won't. Don't you remember the rules? You can't cobra someone that cobraed you. You have to get someone to cobra me, but you can't do it yourself. Lemur reads the note as best that he can, but all he can understand is that it's from Tommy. Oh snap! Oh snap! Eat a peanut butter jelly in a baseball cap! Oh snap! Oh snap! Eat a peanut, peanut butter jelly in a baseball cap! <laughs> That's a cool new jingle, Lem. Listen to mine. Let's skip it, skip it. Time to move on and say fuck with it. You know, I was a lab monkey, and I can survive almost anything. But you're singing, chicka cha cha Hey, that's my line, and it's okay. I wrote that in like five minutes. I've also been working on a remix of the bun song, but I'm not ready to showcase that just yet. So, Liam, what's the good news? Did you win a million bucks from Ed McMahon? <laughs> I wish, bird dog, but I think that's actually a scam. But guess what? This ain't. Look, Tommy sent us two tickets from Paradise. And we're gonna go meet up with them. The note says he's on the trail, locating a fiend of mummy misfits and their leader, Eddie. We leave tonight. Hurry up, go pack. Rocky took a few things out from his bag and said, Well, like Liam, I'm ready to go now. Let's hop on that train. It's actually a Jefferson airplane. Wait, Starship? You mean a Led Zeppelin, right? Fun and Pixie walked into Lemur's house. Hello, dear, I'm home. I got Pixie with me. Hello, backseat lover. <laughs> You think I should mess with them and play possum? <laughs> Do it. I'll set it up. I'm telling you, Rocky will save you. But then, when he goes to give you mouth to mouth, boom! Parrot head in your mouth. Pixie lied on the floor and became very still and started staring into nothing. It looked as if she was dead lying on the floor in front of the door. Okay, good. I'm telling you, Rocky will eat it. Are you ready? Yup. Oh my bugs! Holy cow! The Pixies! They were ran into the room first, with Rocky shortly behind him. What? Huh? What happened? She was fine when we came in and she just fell on the ground. I don't know why. Maybe she's possessed by a devil driver. Lemur went over to her body and couldn't feel a pulse. He began doing CPR and breathing life into her. As he was doing this, Sadie would walk into the apartment. Pixie grabbed Lemur's face and held it close and gave him a big spooch. And the parrot head would be placed in his mouth. Lemur moaned to get free and immediately spit the parrot head out of his mouth. Oh, what the duck, bird dog? She said, pissed off, and walked away. <coughs> oh, gross. <coughs> Sadie, wait, it's not what you think. 
They were chased after her, but she slammed the door in his face. She looked around their bedroom and saw that some of Lieber's clothes were missing. Lieber tried talking to her, but she said nothing. Sadie! Babe! I thought she was dead. I was just trying to bring back her evanescence. I would never cheat on you. Sadie, are you there? Come on, babe. I love you. Answer me, please. He would give up and walk back downstairs. You know, I'm so sorry, bird dog, but I don't think I can go on this trip. I'm not going to be that much fun or have that great of a time, especially if I know that Sadie and I are in a fight. What trip? Tommy Turtle sent us two tickets to paradise to help him find some mommy named Eddie. It's a mummy, not mommy. Are you like Deftone? That place is like a dream theater. But listen, Liam, I was pulling a prank on you playing possum. I'll fix this for you. It's the least I can do. Really? Thanks, Pixie. May the light shine down on you, especially today. No problem. You're a good kisser, by the way. Totally brought me back to life. <laughs> Did you feel the four seasons? <laughs> Fuck that, it was like a mad season. Are you an incubus, Liam? What's an incubus? Really, Rock? You don't know. You gotta be bird-dogging me. Nobody tell him. Hey, why would you do that? Let's just say it's revenge for Josh Dowd. <laughs> you know, the I'm just joshing you, but don't doubt it. <laughs> so what are you ladies gonna do while we're out and about having our fun? Drink wine. Go out and drink more wine. Play some games. Listen to good tunes. Be free, bare, naked ladies. Gossip about you guys. And end with wine slushies. Maybe we drag Sadie out of her room to make her be part of Fauna's bachelorette party. Oh, let's get some hot diggity dogs for snacking. Hot diggity damn, I'm sold. They have the best dogs. So plump and juicy and the sauce. Mmm, guppy. We're gonna be just fine. Go have an adventure. Really, babe? You don't mind? Nope, not at all. Your adventure could be more like your bachelor party. Fauna gave Rocky a kiss, and he and Lemur grabbed their bags and headed out to the airport. The usher greeted them as they walked through the doors, and Lemur and Rocky each tipped him 50 cents. Rocky went over to the betting machine and grabbed a snack. Hey, Liam, did you want any snackage for the plane ride? I'm gonna grab some M&M. Okay, yeah, grab me a thing of skinny pop popcorn. Rocky paid for the candy and got a nickel back. They got into the plane, and it would fly around the world six times before landing. As they got off the plane, Rocky said to Lemur, So, Liam, what are we gonna do about work? Fauna has us covered. You know, she's in charge of the radio station now ever since Mr. Penguin died and left it to Karen, and then Karen passed away and left everything to Sadie and Fauna. I already voice-tracked all my shows for this week, so I'm all good. Okay, but what about me? How am I supposed to get paid? We didn't bring any banners for me to hang. The only thing I have to hang is in my pants. Ew, gross. Don't worry about it. Put us both in for a week of vacation time. Whoa! I got vacation time? Yeah! Did Fauna tell you? You're a full-time employee now. You're in charge of our street team. You get sick days, vacation time, and guaranteed money every week. Why am I just learning about this now? So, I have a check waiting for me at the reception desk? Yep. Maybe even checks. Son of a bitch! I could have money right now. Wait, prepaid week off? Well, that's shippy! It's like when I bite into a New York peppermint patty. Lemur interrupted him. I get the sensation that I can do anything. Meet the space pope. Hello. Nice to meet you. Hey, I like your hat. Kick the game-winning field goal. <gasps> yeah! Maybe touch the moon? Whee! Boop. Lemur booped the moon and then returned back to reality. Hey, that's my line. As they got off the plane, Rocky would push on Lemur's shoulder and it would catch him off guard knocking him down. Tommy Turtle would appear out of nowhere, 
laughing at Lemur as he fell. <laughs> you gotta be careful with Lamar. He has never had any balance. Hey, Tommy. Thanks for the ticket and the trip. This is total shatter of you to do. Thanks, bird dog. Yes, it is, Tom. Total shatter on your part. It's exactly what we needed. With it being so boring back at home. Whoa! Is that a fountain of wings over there? <gasps> Lee, look at these weird statues over here. That look like boys like girls. Hey, Tommy, is it true that there are nine days a week here? Yeah, nine days of fun. This place we're in is called Paradise. It has a lot of weird things in its town. You haven't seen anything yet. Come on, let's drop off some of your things and go on an adventure. They walked out of the airport and hopped into a rainbow taxi cab and headed over to Tommy's house to drop off their things. Whoa, I've never seen a rainbow taxi cab before. This is pretty shattered. It's actually called a death cab for a cutie over here. Rocky looked at the driver's name and greeted him. Hello, Mr. Dasmith. How are you? The driver said nothing as he brought them to Tommy's house and then went on his merry way. Is it just me, or did something smell rancid in that thing? It was me, Lee. Sorry. I get nervous when I'm in new places. Plus, it was like 98 degrees in that thing. Ha! <laughs> you got scaredy farts. It's okay, bud. I do too once in a blue October moon. They walked inside and dropped off their things, and Tommy gave them the 50-cent tour. Whoa! Is this your home? Yup, for the next couple of months, it is. Wow, it's beautiful here. They unpacked and headed out on their journey. Tommy had a chauffeur to drive them where they needed to go. They hopped into his car, and on their way they went like a CC top. Admit it, you did the finger thing. You rolled it in a circle and then pointed to the left. I know it. I saw you through the radio. Driver, could you please hit the NAS? Whee! This is so cool! Whoa! I know we've only been here for like five minutes, but the longer we are here, the more I heart everything. So what brought you all the way out here, Tom? Well, you see, I've been tracking legends. I found a memorial in Europe dedicated to the doors. It was a monument of a bunch of doors, but you see everything lined up there too perfect and figuratively. So I investigated it more, and I noticed that if you look at the doors the right way, there's a hidden message. It's spelled Crazy Town. It took me a while to find it since it doesn't exist anywhere on any maps, but here we are going to investigate it now. So you live in paradise, and this place nearby is called Crazy Town? Yep. How did you even find it? Dumb luck, I stumbled upon it on Oasis near Marcy's Playground. Well, that sounds easy. It wasn't. It took months of hard work and dedication. It was like being chewed into pieces by a shark and trying to find your arms and legs, and to keep yourself alive, it took blood, sweat, tears to find this place. The guys rode around in the car, and they passed eerie things, like an alien ant farm. A crashed, but still burning, Led Zeppelin. A group of sugar cult worshippers in pink robes, Tommy said. Those are the Pink Floyds. They are a very bad company. No FX, dude. That's it. Tell Fauna I died and went to heaven. What are you talking about? Lee, look at this paradise. It's total nirvana. Any Foo Fighter would love to live here. As they got to the gates of Crazy Town, it was guarded by a pixie who looked strangely familiar. Lemur and Rocky did a double take as the pixie approached the car, looked just like Fauna's friend. Welcome to Crazy Town. Are you here for business or pleasure? Dobby rolled down the window and said, Business first, maybe pleasure later, if there's time. The pixie marked down everybody's names and waved them inside. As they strove through the town, they saw numerous of things that were cool but crazy. Rocky said, Hey dude, check out over here. There's some sick puppies and some stray cats. 
Whoa, really, bird dog? Over here, there's like corn in a field, some beetles fighting eagles, and a band of horses playing in paramour eating garbage. <laughs> cool. Look out for the weird audio slaves wandering around with pacifiers. They want to rise against us. No one knows why. It's like one of their kinks. The locals say the Four Seasons in Crazy Town are actually called Mad Season. Bird dog, come over here and check it out. You can totally see an Alice in Chains mural. Why is it in a perfect circle? If you look closely at the buildings, they're all lined up in a circle. I believe it's to prevent the skulls with bat wings that attack randomly at times. Hey, Tommy, does this place have a king, a queen, duke, or prince? Yeah, I think there's more than one, and I think they call themselves the Kings of Leon. Not too far away from this place is ruled by queens of the Stone Age. As the guys arrived at their destination, Tommy hopped out of the car first, then Lemur and Rocky last. They were at a temple. Damn it, I just stepped in a puddle of mud. Now my sock's gonna be all wet! Okay guys, it's important that we stick together. This is the Temple of the Dog. It was guarded by a group of owls who called themselves the Who. So before we go inside, I should warn you, some pretty weird things happen. So if we get separated, just remember to stay where you are. Don't wander off. I'm 99.9. W-H-A-M! Wham! Radio! Rocky, 99.9% positive. This is where the legendary mummy Eddie resides. I needed you guys as a part of my team because I know I can trust you. I've gotten close to Eddie's site, but it was guarded by misfit fiends and flying skull bats. But they killed all of my crew last time. I barely made it out with my life. Fuck that. I'm not going in there. And be what? Turn into seven dust? Maybe attacked by scorpions and get pinched? Oh, hell no. Really, Liam? You're a big coward. I'll help you out, Tommy. <gasps> Dummy and Lemur gasped. Rocky was the biggest coward that they both knew. Tommy was impressed and said, well, look who grew a nutsack. He reached into his pocket and pulled out a sack of nuts. He ate one of them. You guys want one of my nuts to check on? Sure, I'll take one. <laughs> you just ate my nut, my dog. Yes, I did. And you know what? It was pretty good, too. Ugh, yucky gross. You know, if this was taken out of context, it wouldn't sound too great, you eating his nut. <laughs> hey, so Rock, what's the deal? Why have all of a sudden are you like so brave now? I have no clue, bird dog. I think it was seeing everybody die kind of forced me to like nut up and face my fears. I'm a big kid now. So what do you say, Lane? Are you gonna duck out and rock out with your cock out on a most excellent adventure? I'm gonna rock out with my cock out. Whoa, yeah, no pants. Lemur took off his pants and waved them around in a circle. Shatter! I got a joint rolled and it's small enough to clam bake in here. Ow! Ooh! Ow! ow. Stop twisting my arm! Nobody's even touching you, Lunchbox! Chill out! Dummy and Rocky walked into the Temple of the Dog and left Lemur behind. Come on! You gotta admit, my acting was pretty good. I think I sold it to the people listening. <laughs> well, did you? Hey! Wait up for me, bird dogs! Lemur quickly ran into the temple to try to catch up with the guys. Rocky and Tommy were walking single file down the temple hallway. Tommy would light up a joint and pass it back to Lemur, and also light a torch to illuminate their way. The wall showed some humans evolving into the animals we know and love today, and the others turning into ugly mutant abominations. Rocky went to hand the joint to Lemur, but he wasn't there. Here, you want this? Lemur? I think he stayed behind. Quick pitter-patter of footsteps could be heard, vastly approaching from behind them. Rocky would grasp on Tommy's leg, being scared of what was approaching. As the scary sound emerged closer and closer from the shadows, Tommy would pick up Rocky and chuck him at the emerging figure, screaming. Uh, ah! What the fuck? Oh, what 
heck just hit me? Was it a booby trap? <laughs> a booby trap. Aren't all boobies traps, though? Right for the money and food. Cell phones? I bet we can trap Rocky in a booby. He's so small. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you wish you could get trapped in boobies. Hey, Tommy, earlier you said that we could be in danger in here. Do you have anything to protect us? Yeah, I got a couple TLC, Brit Spears. The TLC stands for Tender Loving Care. That means they're the best. Tommy hands out weapons to everyone just in case they need them. They stopped and took a rest and finished smoking the joint and turned it into a Papa Roach. From here on out, things would get weird. Or, I should say, things would get weirder. I'm so confused. What exactly are we even doing here? Yeah, Tommy, be James Blunt with us. What's really going on here? Okay, Pop, you see? This place used to be an oasis. A place of nirvana. The cure for any ailments. Till one day, out of nowhere, a dark disturbance could be felt across the land. There was something in the air that they began to breathe in. Lieber began to see dancing bears up ahead. One called out the woman and said, Come on, Lieber, catch up! Don't about him! He's not one of us! Why are we doing this? What are we doing? Ugh! Nobody tells me anything! As we look over at Rodney, we see him dazed and confused, fixated on the little creature hiding behind the rock. He talks to the little creature. Hey, little cutie. I'm Rocky. Hey, Rocky. I'm Nick. Hey, man. <laughs> Do you stop chlorine, too? The little creature, Ned, that Rocky saw, shrugged his shoulders and ran ahead in the same direction as the dancing bears. Hey. Hey, wait. Where are you going, Ned? Tommy was still talking and said, I've traced everything back to this temple. Eddie is somewhere below. If we can take care of him, we can return this crazy town to a new found glory. Guys, what's going on? What are you doing? Um, does anybody else see the weird color dancing bears ahead? I don't know if we want to push forward. What if those bears are the Grateful Dead? Huh. Hey, do you guys know Cassidy? Don't worry about a bird dog. I was just talking to Ned, and he said everything's gonna be okay. You guys tripping. It must be the hashish in the air. The Blackstone Cherry in the walls, or Nelly in the ground. Wait, 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 wait. Did you say dancing bears? You know, each color represents a feeling. Red is anger. Blue is stoned. Green is horny. Yellow is happy. And purple is depressed. Well, you two idiots stop. There's nothing there. Dummy tied a rope around Lemur's and Rocky's waist, and they all started to push forward. As they walked deeper into the temple, they passed a snaggletooth mounted on the wall. Whoa! Look at that Snaggletooth on the wall from the days of Motorhead. What a motley crew and historical icon. I know, right? It's bitchin'. But don't touch anything, you guys. Tommy, Lemur, and Rocky came to a fork in the path. Tommy pulled them to the right, but Rocky could hear Ned calling him on the path to the left, along with the dancing bears. Rocky took off the rope from around his waist and ran off and said, Oh, this way, bird dogs. I can hear Ned and the dancing bears calling us. <laughs> Rocky ran down the path, laughing and giggling with his arms up in the air. We're supposed to go this way, to the right. The Blue Man group of Radiohead showed me. Or is it just an evil cold play on their part? Hmm. Well, aren't you going to go after Rocky? We'll be right back in a minute. We're just going to stay right here until then. As Rocky wandered down the path all alone, he called out. Ned? Hey, Ned, where are you, buddy? Are you around here? We could totally use your help with something. As Rocky looked ahead, it was nothing but darkness for a hundred yards. He talked himself up to advance forward into the darkness. You can do this, bird dog. <laughs> Nothing scarier than death. 
and you've already beaten death. Rocky begins to speak through the hundred yards of darkness while running, he said. See, you don't have anything to worry about. When he got about halfway across, he looked behind him and saw nothing. When he turned around, he would be greeted by flying skull bats laughing at him. Rocky, in a panic, quickly turned around and screamed as he ran back to the safety of Tommy and Lever. Rocky returned to Lieber and Tommy, who shot the two laughing bats, blowing them up. Lieber asked, How do you know this is the way, Tom? One, because I went the way Rocky went, and it was filled with nothing but booby traps, and that's how I lost my previous team. Two, you don't see the bunny little John? He's been showing me the way the whole time. All three of them would push forward, deeper into the temple. They would finally arrive at the end with nowhere else to go. Lieber and Rocky would look at each other and share a walk of panic. Hey, Liam. What if we didn't kill the narrator, and this is his way of killing us? Shut up, dude! Don't say that! Wait, you guys killed the narrator of your own story? Oh my bugs, Bunny. My senses failed me. This is how I was able to find paradise in Crazy Town. We control our own destiny. So, like, we have the power now? You always had the power. Inside here. Dummy points at Lever's heart. They walk into the center of the room and hide behind a pillar as they heard shuffling noises. Lever and Rocky whispered about what they saw when they looked around. Hey, bird dog, look over there at that caged the elephant. Oh, my bugs, Liam, look it over there. There's a blondie being sacrificed by an incubus. I thought you didn't know what that meant. Pixie told me. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the incubus. Oh, bugs, right. I didn't want to see that blondie get sacrificed and used. Gross. That's like total paramour. It's giving me suicidal tendencies. You know, for a place that looks warm like a fire inside, it certainly is cold in here. Will you two idiots cut it out? We're gonna have to fight together and sing. Like Backstreet Boys? No, like Beastie Boys. I'm gonna try to distract Eddie the Mummy and shine down a light on him. I just might be able to wear him down. Oh, wait, I know. Why not light him on fire? That's me and Liam's specialty. That's the last resort. I'm trying to capture him inside one of these portable Iron Maiden given to me by a Judas priest. What do you need us to do? Take out his fiends with spears, but be careful, though they are misfits. Lieber and Rocky would charge forward at the four misfits standing around guarding Eddie's mummy's tomb. Shouting pumpkins would emerge as they smashed themselves against Rocky and Lieber, hurting them, knocking them down. The screaming, smashing pumpkins screamed insults at them before they hit. Lieber stood up, and he got hit in the groin and screamed in pain. Ow, my blind melon! <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it hit you right in your third eye blind. <laughs> A smashing pumpkin would turn around and hit Rocky in the groin as well. He went down and screamed in pain. <gasps> it hit me right in my white snake. I wish I was wearing a helmet on it. Eddie the mummy would emerge. He was not paying attention to Tommy. He was watching his fiends take on Lieber and Rocky. Tommy emerged right behind him. Stealthily taking out two of his guards, Eddie would turn around and grab Tommy and throw him in front of the Incubus. Eddie said, Huh? What? Brandon, get him! The Incubus threw Blondie away and started to approach Tommy, but for some reason, he stopped halfway. Oh, come on! What's the issue? Is this the guy you buy your trucks from? I've given you Blondie, a pinch, red hot chili peppers, a real big fish. What else more do you want? The Incubus Brennan 
turned around and walked away. <laughs> if you want something done right, you got to do it yourself nowadays. <laughs> and he lifted his arms up into the air slowly, and skulls with bat wings would emerge out of thin air and would fly towards Tommy. As they began to swoop down and attack him, Tommy would take his spear and fly it around in a circular motion. It would deflect the attack of the flying skulls. As one of the flying bat skulls would get through, it would hit Tommy and he would cry out in pain. Ow, you purple dickhead, you got me right in the shin. Eddie went to hit Tommy by charging into him, but Tommy would move last minute. They fell down. Tommy turned around to see how Lemur and Rocky were doing, but they were being on the ground bombarded by the insulting Smashing Pumpkins, holding their groins in pain. Rocky said, We gotta drain drain out of here, bird dog. I can't move. This is totally not a day to remember. Maybe if we pray to Atreyu, he'll save us. Atreyu? Oh no, bird dog. Maybe he's gonna turn us into audio slaves for one of his fiends. Rocky forced himself to stand, and the remaining fiends charged at him. Rocky took his TLC brick spears and chucked it at Tommy. When he did this, he screamed, Tommy, look out! The remaining fiends tackled Rocky and began to feast on him. Lemur would jump to his aid and disappear into the mess. Tommy saw Rocky and Lemur out of the corner of his eye when he heard Rocky scream. He ducked inside of his shell. The spear flew right over Tommy's head and it stuck Eddie to the wall. Tommy popped out of his shell and Lemur and Rocky would begin to scream in horrible pain. Tommy hurried up and glanced over at them. He ran up to Eddie. He immediately set him on fire, pulled out his little Iron Maiden, and trapped his ghost inside of it. As it went to float away, the temple started to catch on fire and break apart. The fiends would totally vanish with the death of Eddie, along with the flying skull bats and the smashing pumpkins. Tommy ran over to Rocky and Lemur, and they started to run out of the temple as it began to crumple down. He said as they were running, Are you guys okay? Come on, get off the pavement, we gotta go. You know, you're not being very sublime, dude. It's like the temple has turned on some kill switch and engaged super fast. It's like some type of bad religion or raging against the machines. Hurry up, little bruh. It's gonna be okay. Go, 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 go. I'm going as fast as my stubby little legs will take my disturbed mind. We'll fly faster, like Flyleaf. We don't want to get stuck in here for all eternity. Switch foot and let's go, go, go. All three of them started running out of the temple and into the narrow path. When they came into the fork in the road, it would have to come to a complete stop as a giant boulder now blocks their exit. The Catman appeared. Follow me. I'll show you the way out of here. Does anybody else see a Catman? Yeah, I see a Catman. It's Peter Chris, the greatest drummer of Kiss ever. Yeah, I fucking see him. How do we know we can even trust him? We haven't had very good luck trusting ghosts. Hurry up. Got to rush out of here. There's no time. They all followed the ghost of the cabman, and Rocky and Lemur talked back and forth as they ran. I'm making no promises to myself, but if we get out of here, I'm totally taking back Sundays. Yeah, and I'm gonna make a promise to help out that little old lady in Meerkat three doors down. Here you go, my friend. This way should lead you out and make you safe. Come with us. I cannot. I'm powerless. You freed me when you killed Eddie Mummy. Hurry up, get out of here. A boulder fell down, crushing the ghost of the cabman. Oh shit, a boulder's gonna fall on me. I think I have enough time before the boulder hits me. Dummy, Lemur, and Rocky ran out of the temple just as it came crashing down. <sighs> Smell that fresh air supply. Ah, 
Look at those neon trees. I think I might be claustrophobic. I don't know if I want to do that again. I don't like being trapped. What's wrong? You want a pacifier? No, I'm good for a dog. But I think Lemur needs one. He's the one rocking back and forth on the ground. The next few days are nothing but simple fun. Video games, smoking, drinking. Tommy gets paid for his discovery of Eddie the Mummy from Iron Maiden being real. And the story gets thrown all over the news. The week of fun rushes by with a blink of an eye. As they stand around in the airport waiting for their flight to be called, they say their final goodbyes. Wait, what did we fly here in, Lean? Jefferson Starship. No, wait, a Jefferson Airplane? Huh, I thought it was a Led Zeppelin. It's called a jet. <laughs> Hey, thanks again, guys, for coming to help me. Here's a little something for your trouble. <gasps> no problem, Bird Dog. Always happy to help. I'll be right back in a minute. I want to get some gum so my ears will pop correctly when we start flying. Rocky went into a nearby store and grabbed some gum. The cashier rang it up and said, That'll be $2.95. Rocky gave the cashier $3.11, and he gave Rocky a nickel back. Hey, Tommy, thanks, Bru, for everything. The all-expenses-paid vacation, the great time, like Rocky said ever need any more help, please reach out. Okay, brother, I will. Have a safe trip home, you guys. Tommy walked away, and Rocky said to Lemur, Hey, Lean, I bet you can't blink 182 times in one minute. Aha, you're on. Tommy, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, 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 I hate to say it, but I even like the green days. And you know me, I hate green day. Wow, way to throw a fastball. I could totally smile my empty soul in a place like this. Maybe we should just quit our day jobs and move our little paranoid social club here. The announcer at the airport announced that their flight, 666, was now ready to be boarded. Lemur and Rocky passed a memorial to the dead Kennedys and another one for their founder of the airport, Mr. Zebra head. Rocky slipped on the ground and randomly fell down. Dude, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I just slipped on some slip knots. Who would just leave slip knots lying around like that? Like, that's how you get a five-finger death punch. <laughs> okay, I got a stupid question that I think you can answer. Why do you have a random bullet on you? I've had it on me the whole time. It's a bullet for my valentine. You know, just in case we didn't make it. Oh, okay. I got you. They got on the plane and sat down. So do you think this is gonna be our story of the year? What do you mean? You know, like, each year seems like we have a grand adventure. Do you think this is gonna be our grand adventure for the year? Our bogus journey? Or up in smoke? How about Rocky and Lemur strike back? Yeah! But I hope not, Bird Dog. I would love to take out the Chevelle when I get home. That sounds like a grand adventure to me. We see the plane take off and go around the Earth and reverse the direction to which it came. It goes around again six times. Rocky and Lemur get off the plane and are greeted by Sadie and Fauna and Pixie. Hey, my fuzzhead is home. Hey, beautiful. Did you miss me? Is George Michael the singer of Wham? Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, so listen, babe. I'm so sorry about before and... It's okay. Pixie explained everything. I'm done being mad over something I have no control over. It was a mistake. Shit happens. That's why they put erasers on pencils, right? Lemur reached into his bag and pulled out a gift for Sadie. At the same time, Sadie reached her hands from behind her back and pulled out a gift for Lemur. They both opened up the presents at the same time, and it was revealed that they actually got each other the same gift. It was a rare wallflower from over at Crazy Town Paradise. You know what they say, great minds think alike. <laughs>
So, how was your magical lady's time? Ooh, babe, by any chance did you bring my Chevelle Mary Jane to pick us up? You named your Chevelle Mary Jane? Why? Because it's Spider-Man's wife. <laughs> Ugh, such a lame thing to do. No, sorry, babe. We took the Bachman Turner Overdrive. It hits the pavement real smooth. Our time was not so magical. We did exactly what we said. Drank, gossip, you'll never guess who has the biggest wiener amongst Tommy, Weimer, and Rocky. It's me. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold that horse the band right there. It's all about how you use it, not the size. Size does matter. Sometimes, though. Didn't I just say that the other day? What do you believe now, Fun? Fun adapter knows two times. While Lemur and Rocky picked up their baggage and started to walk away, a nearby television screen told the world news, and the anchor said, In world news, a turtle by the name of Tommy Turtle and his two friends, Rocky Raccoon and Lamar Lemur, find evidence that Eddie the Mummy from Iron Maiden once existed. People in the airport recognize Lemur and Rocky from the story on the TV, but nobody from the gang notices, as the news shows stock footage of Crazy Town Paradise. You also see a quick glimpse of the girls on the TV, even though the story is all about Lemur, Rocky, and Tommy. So, what do you ladies think? Next time Tommy calls us for an adventure, you want in, right? I so want in! I got the weed! Sign me up too! I'll come and document it. I can't wait to hear about your adventure. Did you fight any Papa Roaches? Or wave the anti-flag of a Silverstein? How about battle Baby Metal in a hailstorm led by Coheed and Cambria? Wait a minute, we didn't do any of that! But we did help Tommy prove that Eddie the Mummy was real. And I even returned home with a net gain of plus 44. <laughs> I thought it was some 41. <laughs> yep, that theory of a dead man can now be laid to rest. Control yourself. You're better off alone. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. It's a good song. And the myth of Eddie the Mummy was totally busted like a deer in the headlights. Smack. So what'd you guys end up doing? So like, what didn't we do? We took a Jefferson airplane over to Paradise. We totally helped Tommy catch Eddie from the band Iron Maiden. He had this weird cool contraption that he got from a Judas Priest. I think he said it was called an Iron Maiden. Yup, and he said that he traded Anthrax tickets to even get the little mini Iron Maiden. It was really cool looking, bird dogs. It was really hard not to steal it. Also, we fought Misfit Fiends. Saw Cage the Elephant Man, a giant incubus, and fought with some TLC, Brit Spears. <laughs> yeah, and all this went down in a cold temple of the dog. I even had a mean screaming smashing pumpkin hit me right in my white snake. Your white snake? You know, my real big fish. That's so cool. Sounds like you bird dogs were like in sync Beastie Boys. It's Backstreet Boys, Fauna. No. Hey, wait a minute. You know, Liam, you totally won the bet for being able to blink 182 times in one minute. Here's your 50 cents. And here's a nickelback. <laughs> oh my, Atreyu. Atreyu? Zebrahead? Hey, I know a guy that used to live three doors down from me. Way to throw a fastball into my memory. Did you guys happen to see the rainbow death cap for cuties, the neon trees? Breaking Benjamin or Alice in Chains? We sure did. We got to ride in this train that looked like a red hot chili pepper, and it rushed us all around like sugar rays of sunshine. We also saw a sugar cult of Pink Floyd robe-wearing worshippers, too. They're the Pink Floyds trying to summon algae again. You know, it was actually quite a fun time until we ran into issues at the bar with Tommy exposing himself. We had to get the Duran Duran out of there. Story of the year, am I right? Only us. I know, right? 
and Rocky says to me on our way out of the temple that he's going to be taking back Sundays. <laughs> hey, I really meant that. It's my day to do nothing if I'm taking back Sundays. But isn't that every day? Ooh. Oh, burn. <laughs> you know what, bird dogs? This is what makes life's journey so great. It's all about the journey and the stories that we share with one another. Ah, <sighs> what a great day. Look at that sun setting on this sunny day real estate. It looks bitchin'. Oh, hey, bird dogs. Look at what I snagged from inside the temple. Oh, what is it? What did you steal? It's a golden scorpion that's made from Metallica. The shiniest of Metallics out there. Check it out. Rocky, you can't go anywhere in public without stealing anything, can you? Yeah, I could. But what fun would that be? I agree with Lamer. You couldn't go anywhere without stealing anything. I could go to, um, uh, um, damn it. Oh, wait, no, I could go to a library. You don't want to steal books from a library. Plus, I hate books. Oh, Skid Row, too. You ain't stealing nothing out of there. Rocky went over and gave Fauna a big hug and said, uh, I missed you, bird dog. We totally had a bogus journey. Wait, no. Excellent adventure. I wish you were there, babe. We could have totally used some saving. Hey, everybody, look. I totally brought back a big-ass LL Cool J for us to enjoy some newfound glory to. The guys took their luggage and put it inside of the car while the women got inside and started the car ride. Fauna had a worrisome look on her face, but nobody noticed. She knew something bad was coming, but what she didn't know or how to stop it. Her thoughts were of suicidal tendencies on whether the cure could be found and fix everything. Fauna wondered how she was going to tell the rest of the gang. She nodded her head and knew that now was not the time or place. As the gang takes off driving, we see a pig fly across the sky. His name is Algie Floyd and is a true superhero for the town of Crazy Town Paradise. It is considered good luck and good fortune for those that actually get a glimpse of him and it is extremely rare. Algie the pig salutes the audience and flies off into the sky. Rocky gets a quick glimpse of him and bellows out. Whoa, since when can pigs fly? They can't, what are you talking about, Toto? I ain't no dog. I'm like a Fleetwood Mac. Beautiful, majestic, and rare. Damn it, Rocky, you better not have cursed us with that stupid scorpion thing. That happened one time. Sheesh, chill out. Have some bamboo, bird dog. You know, that flight took forever. I'm totally armored for sleep when we get home. Fauna, you up for a nappy rooney? We see the car fade away in the distance, and we zoom up towards the sky that is blue and has chemolimulus clouds in it. Algie Floyd flies up to the center of the screen and tells us. <laughs> Tune in and zone out. We'll see you next time on Wham Radio, where pigs can fly. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.